As I already mentioned today, we have the martyrs, some of the martyrs of the Christeros movement. There were uh, several priests and uh, several lay people. Uh, one of my favorites is uh, Blessed Jose Sanchez del Rio. Uh, he's not celebrated today. I think it was, I think it's April, if I remember right. Uh, St. Jose was 14 years old um, when he was caught. Um, he was supporting uh, the, the troops, actually, but he was caught and uh, arrested, uh, held in um, uh, a church that they had converted into a jail, basically. Um, they begged him to renounce the faith. Um, his godfather, had, who had rejected the faith, was involved in this because he was the uh, I believe it was the, the like the local magistrate or governor or something like that of the the region, and they begged and begged and begged him, and he would not do it. Uh, he kept crying out, uh, "Long live Christ the King and the Virgin Our Lady of uh, Guadalupe." And, and so, in order to kind of torture him into it, they um, cut the bottoms of his his feet off, and then forced him to walk to the cemetery where they begged him again and he was shot, not fatally, but fell to the ground, signed, uh, made a sign of the cross in the, in the ground with his blood and they shot him again and dumped him into the grave. None of the uh, Cristeros had had it much easier. St. August, uh, Miguel Augustine Pro uh, was, uh, was martyred uh, shot for, uh, he was accused of being a revolutionary and and planting a bomb, which he had nothing to do with. They could prove that, but it didn't matter. The Mexican government at the time uh, had uh, it out for the church because the church stood too strongly with the poor, the impoverished, and was seen as a foreign influence, uh, not an influence that the Mexican people really wanted. We don't have anything to complain about here in the United States, ultimately, when it comes down to it. Us priests are not being dragged out in the middle of the night, accused of high crimes and misdemeanors. We're not being uh, shot in front of firing squads. We're not being uh, having the soles of our feet cut off. So we are not being persecuted, but at the same time, as I've been saying lately, we are in a time of interesting times, aren't we? Where the church is seen as non-essential, the practice of our faith is not understood to, uh, to be, for at least some people, essential. And so we've been limited. And perhaps it's because that it is so easy for us as a world, not as a, not as a church, not as a parish, but as a world, to forget. And Jesus says today in this gospel passage, in a little while you will not see me, in a little while more you will see me. And part of me wants to go on, in a little while after that you will not see me again. Because he's talking about his going to his death, in a little while you will not see me. We don't see him in the tomb. We don't see him immediately after the resurrection. But then we do see him. And we do see him until the ascension or the, the apostles did, off and on. And today, in a few parts of the, of the United States and uh, some places, most of the places in the world, 
to be honest, Italy being one of those, they do celebrate the Feast of the Ascension when Jesus was taken into heaven, body and soul. Now we move that, uh, Jesus ascends to heaven, body and soul uh, with humanity and divinity. We move that, we celebrate that on Sunday. But since that moment, the world, if they understand anything of Jesus Christ, well, he's gone. He's abandoned us. But those of us in the church ought to remember that he doesn't abandon us for good, and he doesn't abandon us, period. But he doesn't leave us. He doesn't leave us orphaned when we've been hearing that. He sends the Holy Spirit to us. I think it's that Holy Spirit that allowed St. Christopher and his companions that we do honor today to stir up into flame and act action. And so many others, I forget the exact number of how many throughout the, uh, the, the time in Mexico were, were, um, were killed for the faith and, and are blessed or, or declared saints already. Uh, laymen, laywomen. Those that took up arms will not be counted among those because they took up arms. But how many others, in order to defend the faith, seeing that Jesus Christ is here and he he is important. And we have to remember, this is Mexico. And some of the, the worst treatment was around Mexico City. What happened around Mexico City? Our Lady of Guadalupe, 1535 that they had visible proof that God was alive, that God was real, and that the Blessed Mother appeared to Juan Diego. So perhaps this day we remember more than any other that Jesus Christ is with us, that he sends the Holy Spirit to us, and that we have nothing to be afraid of. We can't say we're under persecution, but we do have to say that our faith is essential and the practice of our faith is necessary. We can do it safely. In most parishes, uh, in the diocese, actually, we can, we can do it very safely, unfortunately. But we can practice our faith. That, you know, ultimately, I, wanna, I said yesterday, I was listening to something, and it, and it reminded me that, uh, you know, that there's one thing that has a 100% mortality rate, that's being born. That if we wait, if we stay home and, and don't do anything, don't don't uh, do anything ever again, uh, like we had in the past, until the until it's completely safe, we will never do anything again. Because ultimately, it's never completely safe. I could be heading home today, and I could be in an accident. It's not safe. But if we trust that God is with us, if we trust, and I'm not saying that God is going to protect us, I'm not saying that, that that if we just worship and pray hard enough, this virus is just not going to strike us. I'm not saying that at all. Please don't get that. But we don't have to fear. We don't have to be afraid. We have to be wise. We have to listen to the best medical decisions. But we have to stop the politics.